Hey mamas, I know this is a hot topic and if you have ever spent the day going, hey, clean your room. Dude, did you clean your room? Are you gonna clean your room? Why didn't you clean your room? <laughs> and you're like yelling by the end of it, frustrated. You're like, seriously, can kids really do their chores because they want to? I don't get this. I've asked you nicely, why wouldn't you just do it? Like I've told you time and time again. Do you want me to take away something? Do you want punishment? And if that's not just me, I'm pretty sure some mamas relate. Well, we're gonna be talking about this. Is it really a myth? Can your kids do their chores because they want to? And I'm gonna say, yes, you can figure that out. I figured it out to the point where majority of the week, I'm not gonna say every single day because that's a lie, but majority of the week, my kids do their chores. It's not a struggle. And I'm gonna share with you what we do, the reasons behind it, so that hopefully it can help you produce the same results in your own home. And if this is helpful and you want some more of this, let me know. Come and follow me on my Instagram at Kawai underscore Aquin, K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. And that way you can ask me and tell me, hey, I love that episode about your chores. Ask me a question, tell me more you want to hear about it, or maybe another subject that you are struggling with that you can want to ask my perspective, anything on there, let me know. At Kavai underscore Aquin. All right, let's jump into this one. Let's see if we can debunk this myth. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavai Aquin, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha mamas, welcome to an episode that I'm pretty sure you're going to want to listen to. Well, I almost got tongue-tied there. <laughs> and this episode is, is it really like a magical myth that your kids will only do their chores if they ever really, really wanted to? Like, is that really, can that come true? And I'm going to say yes, mostly it can. There is hope at the end of the light for you mamas. There is and I'm going to talk about what I've been doing for years. If you want to know how old my kids are, <laughs> I'll say it again. My kids are ranges from 2 to 12. So my three oldest are the main three that do their chores. They are 12. I have to remember this because everybody just had birthdays. <laughs> 12, 8, and 7. <laughs> Oh, I'm so bad. It, it was because it was used to be 11, 7, 6. And I could say that over and over again. Well, it's 12, 8, and 7. If any of you have multiple kids, you know the struggle. Anyways, so my three oldest, they do chores. And they've been doing chores since they were about four or five years old. So my daughter, she's going to be starting that age and she will be joining the chore crew. Um, but I've done many episodes, a few bunch of episodes about chores but I wanted to talk about this because I've heard it again and again like man I end up just yelling at my kids for doing 
like not doing their chores or like telling them over and over again, hey, just go clean your room. And you know, why can't you just do that? <laughs> why is it so frustrating? Anyways, I can say that majority of the week, mm, let's do like five out of seven days. Yes, five out of seven days, my kids do their chores because they want to. And it's not a struggle. Like maybe I have to tell them like, hey, did you do a specific chore? Did you do this yet? Um, But it's not to the point where I'm yelling, frustrated, and pissed off at them already. (laughs) So we're going to talk about chores and how we can debunk this myth. And I'm going to ask you some questions to... Because I'm not going to tell you, like, this is how you should do it. I'm going to ask you questions so you can apply what works for you and your family and with your kids and with your life. And that way you can create an environment where, for one, things get done in your house. Two, you're you're not pissed off and overwhelmed and irritated. (laughs) And three, your kids actually do it on their own. You're you're, going to be amazed by this. Um, And I do have to give a disclaimer Yes, you might have to repeat yourself, but (laughs) it won't be to the frustrating part. And the other disclaimer is, yes, you probably have to teach them again and again. Like they might, they will need your help, especially if they're that young, like four, five, six. They will need your help until they can do it by themselves. So that is the point. But eventually, like my 12-year-old, he does everything by himself. He He does it before I even have to tell him sometimes. And it's amazing. So, yes. Here we go. Number one is, what is on your chore list for your kids? (laughs) I know they have a bunch of lists and things and tips out there. Like, it needs to be age appropriate. It needs to be blah, blah, blah. But the truth is, like, what is on there? Um, I, I personally don't, I do agree with the age appropriate thing to a certain extent. Because if your kid can be taught how to do something, then that's age appropriate for them right there. So, for example, um, one of my kids' chores that is rotated between the three of them, so each week it gets rotated, is that they have to do lunch. They have to make lunch. And, yes, my 12-year-old does have to make lunch for everyone. He knows how to operate the stove, the the oven. I'm trying to think what else. The air fryer, the um, quesadilla maker. Many things that can turn hot and can burn you. He can operate it very safely. My eight-year-old, he's maybe at that 50 to 70 percentile. Um, I still need to be there, or at least the older brother needs to be there to help guide him. And then my seven-year-old, he needs like 80% of my help. (laughs) So, So just to make sure that he doesn't burn the house down. But he is still participating. He's still learning. And I know like, okay, eventually you'll be able to do it by yourself. Um, but that's a thing to also take into consideration. What is on their chore list? And is it something that they eventually can learn with repetition? Because if you're keeping something off their list because you're like, oh, they're too young. Oh, they're too young. Well, when are they not going to be too young? When can you actually start introducing it to them little by little? Or maybe it's the point of, oh, I don't want them to do that because they don't know how to do it the right way or they don't know how to clean it the right way. So that's the same thing. They will not know how to do it the right way or clean it the right way if you don't let them try. 
Um, that could be with something like sweeping or making their bed or vacuuming or anything like that. So those are some little things to think about. What is on your kid's chore list? Is it somewhere where they can see it? <laughs> because no matter how many times you tell them what their chores is, they will forget. <laughs> that is just plain and simple. I typed out their chores and I printed it out and it's on our laundry room wall because I don't want everybody to see it every single time like we have guests. So it's right when you open our laundry door, it's right there on the wall. So it's super easy for them to look and see what's on their list because that way I don't have to say, these are your chores. <laughs> I could go look at the list. Did you do everything on the list? Yes. Okay. Did you see the list? Yes. Sometimes I have to ask them in different ways. What did you do on the list? And then they'll name it. And then I'm like, if I know something that they didn't do, I'll ask them about that one thing instead of like going through the entire list. So is it somewhere they can see it? Um, on that list, is there a variety of things? Like, is it only cleaning things? <laughs> because when I grew up, a lot of it was just cleaning. Cleaning and cooking rice was my, my chores. Um, but for your kids, is it just cleaning? Because if it's just cleaning, and I'm going to tell you, mamas, there's so much more you can put on that list, not just for yourself, but for your kids, because you can teach them how to have so much life skills through their chores. So I include things about health, their fitness, life skills, how to build good habits. All of those things are in their chores. Um, so here's a great example. They have to go outside and get vitamin D. They have to move their body for so many minutes. They have to read a book. All those things are on their chore list. And because I do that, it's so that they can develop the habits and skills that I want them to have as an adult. So essentially, we don't really call it, we call it chores. We call it all kinds of things. Like, did you get your daily things done? That way they know, like, I feel like chores has such a negative connotation to it. That's why I'm like, did you do all your daily things? Like, so they know, like, this is something they need to do every day to help them <laughs> become better humans, right? Let's just help our kids be better humans. Um, so that's a question. The other one is, what's the reason behind each of your chore? Like, what is the intention that you are giving them? So why do you want them to clean their room? <laughs> you might have had this conversation with them, but it's probably when you're already pissed off and yelling. So instead of doing it then, do it early. Like when you're going through their chores, you're like, I need you to clean your room because cleanliness will help you blah, 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 blah. So one of the conversations I still continue to have with my kids is not that it never ends, but it's not as hard. It's more like a reminder to have these conversations. It's, hey, why do we clean our rooms? Because it helps you find things easier. Let's just be real. <laughs> when your room is cleaner, you can find things, right? Right. Okay. And then you're not stepping on things because they're going to hurt when you step on those mini Legos, right? Right. Okay. That's why we clean our room. And plus, if there's anything like dirty or stinky, like we need to get that out of there. True. True. Because we just go through all these things. So in a moment when, let's say they lost something, mom, I can't find this. Cause you know, that happens. I'm like, well, where was it last? In my room. 
and you go in the room and it's like messy and you're like hmm i wonder why you can't find this <laughs> remember why we clean our room yeah okay let's start with that instead of trying to find the thing let's start with cleaning the room so in the process you get two things done you'll find your thing and you clean your room and you're just developing this understanding that you're not just telling them to clean their room because you want a pretty house. It's more for them than for you. So is there an intention behind all the things that is on your chore list? Is there a reason? And if there is, have you shared that with your kids? That's a big one. Because you might know the reason. Do they know the reason? Um, a great one is on my list, like I said, it's fitness. You need to go outside and move your body. Why do I have to move my body for? <laughs> and so as parents, we we do exercise at home. And we tell them, look, mom and dad moves our body. Yes, because we have to take care of our body. And building this habit of moving your body, going outside to play, running around, doing all these things, exercising, that helps your body stay healthy. Why do you want your body to stay healthy? And then we go through all the reasons. We have them answer some. We answer some of the um, reasons why moving your body is so important, why it's good for your fitness, your health, and all the things. And they understand it more. They know that moving their body does so much more for them. So have a conversation with your kids. Let them know. These are the reasons why this is on the list. And the goal is to have you develop a habit so it doesn't seem like a chore. It becomes a responsibility for yourself to take care of you. So I know that's a big one. I feel like that's a big one that we as parents don't do a lot. And I'm talking mostly for myself because in the beginning, I would just be like, just do it. <laughs> you got to do it. I need you to do it. Mom said to do it. And instead of doing it that way, that really doesn't work. I realized explaining to them how it's going to benefit them. Because think about yourself. Like, do you just like doing stuff blindly without any reason? Probably not. But when you have a bigger reason behind it, a bigger intention behind it, and you can see the value and the benefits, you will most likely do something. Same with your kids. You need to show them the value in it, what's really in it for them, and how it will help them. And that way, they have a better understanding of, hey, oh yeah, I know why I got to do this. Now, the other thing I've noticed with kids, and you probably know this too, they get bored <laughs> doing the same old chore, especially my older one. So the, I remember he used to do the harder chores before because the younger boys weren't learning how to do it at that point. And he complained. He's like, why do I have to do all these chores and they get to do all the easy ones? And I was like, that makes sense. Well, let's see what we can do. So what we did was we divided the chores again and then we have certain chores that rotate between them. So each week they're in charge of like a group of chores. And then we just taught the other boys how to do it and then it rotates. So at least just for that week, they're doing those things and it's not every single day. And that does help. That helps with the kids not getting bored with it or frustrated with doing the same old thing every single day. So is there, are there certain chores on your list that can be shared amongst your kids. Um, let's see. Are you giving them, here's a big one. <laughs> Are you giving them privileges without any responsibilities? So this kind of ties in with, is there a reason and intention behind doing your chores? Because 
teaching them how to be more responsible with their own life at this point is huge. Teaching them how to take care of their health and fitness, nutrition, all those things. Like we mostly do it for them instead of teaching them how to do it themselves. So for example, if you want your kids to eat more veggies or more colorful food or whatever it is, instead of only forcing them to go eat that, you can tell them, okay, here's a variety of things you can eat pick and choose what you want to eat. So you give them a freedom of choice. You're teaching them responsibility. And at the same time, they're getting, you know, they're getting the good nutrition. But on the flip side, are you giving them privileges too early? And what I call privileges in my house is electronics. So that's TV, iPad, video games, all all the things like that. They do not get their privileges. And we have said it over and over again. Having an iPad is a privilege. So none of my kids have a phone. So so that would also become a privilege eventually. But I tell them, hey, that's a privilege. You do not need that in your life, especially since my my kids are home majority of the time. And I don't need to go out and find them. That's why they don't have phones. So when they're on their iPad or their video games, I let them know. That's a privilege. You don't need that every single day in your life. Like you really don't, but you get to have that privilege because you do things, you're responsible and you show these traits, you take care of your health, your fitness, your, the cleaning, you take care of yourself, you help out with the home, whatever it is, your responsibilities allows you to have this privilege. So that is one of the key factors in why my kids do their chores because they really want to get their privilege. And that becomes a big motivator for them. So I remember somebody said, oh my gosh, I just get frustrated. And I end up like yelling at my kids. And I'm like, what? What is going on? I just really want you to do this. Why can't you just clean your room? I asked you how many times again? You said you did it, but it really didn't do it. So let's talk about that. Clean your room. Well, one, did you teach your kids how to clean their room? <laughs> I did a whole episode about resetting versus cleaning. We reset in this house. So it's not like deep cleaning or anything like that. We reset it so that it looks good. (laughs) It looks good. There really isn't nothing like dirty in there. It's not messy. It's just like you reset the room to how it's supposed to be so you can find everything again. So that's one thing. Teach your kids how to reset the room. Um, I'll put a link to that episode in the show notes. And then the other thing is teach them how to clean. Like, okay, I need this to be here. I need that to be there. And then the third one, which I think is huge, is you probably got to lower your expectations. (laughs) And I'm just saying that because I had to lower my expectation on what technically a clean room looks like. What, you know, what I should be walking into. Because I realized I was frustrating myself because I was expecting my kids to clean exactly like me, which may happen down the line, but is not happening right now. So what does that mean? I, me and my husband, we make our bed every single day. I tell my kids, go do your bed, clean your bed. Do I expect them to make their bed like mine? No. (laughs) That was the expectation I threw out the door. I just tell them, I just need your blankets off your floor. Blankets and pillows just need to be on your bed. I don't care if you make the bed, just put it on your bed. That way, it's not cluttering the floor. So I had to lower my expectations on that. Another example is their clothes. 
we fold our clothes because we know we can find our clothes a whole lot easier when we fold them. We have told our kids that time and time again. Do they fold it all the time? No, they fold it majority of the times here and there. I'll say majority of the times they do fold it. When they're lazy, they don't. That actually does not bother me. What I tell them to do is I just need it in the drawers, in the correct drawers. That's my minimum requirement. Whether it's folded or not, put it in the correct drawers. <laughs> that way you can at least find your clothes. I don't care if it's folded or not because you're the one wearing the wrinkled clothes, not me. <laughs> so that's another expectation that I had to lower. So <laughs> eventually, I hope that that expectation can rise a bit. But until then, I at least have them come to me when their room, there's nothing on the floor, which is amazing. Things have been put on the shelves, have been put in the drawers, have been put on the bed. And at that moment, I'm like, perfect. I will take that. The great thing is they don't have way too many stuff that you have like a whole closet full of stuff things. That doesn't really happen in our house because we don't have that much stuff. Like our kids don't have that much toys. All their toys actually have a place in their room. So that might be a tip for you. Does your kids have enough space to store and put away all the things that they own? Because if they don't, then that might be the underlining problem of a messy room. So just gonna put that out there. But in the end, are you giving your kids a big enough motivator? And that's what it kind of came down to for us. The reason why <laughs> they do their chores five out of seven days without me hounding them is because they want their electronics. They want their privileges. So they go and do it. All right, what happens the other two days that they don't do their chores? Well, majority of the times they're having fun. <laughs> they're like playing, they're doing some building Legos, they're playing outside. And they, since the days are especially getting longer, they spend more time do, being kids, doing other things. And then by the time they realize it's like late, five o'clock, six o'clock, they're like, oh, I'm like, did you do your chores today? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, you better hurry up. And they're like, go and hurry up and do it. And then but they get distracted, especially my two middles. They get totally distracted playing in their room while supposed to be cleaning their room. And then next thing you know, it's like half an hour before bedtime and they just finished their chores. And their privilege is if you finish your chores in time, you get two hours of electronic time. But half an hour before it's bedtime, that's all you got that day. And they're all frustrated. I'm like, why are you frustrated? You spent the entire day having a fun day. And they're like, but I didn't get all my electronic time. So we're like, okay, well, tomorrow, maybe you got to do your chores a little bit earlier. And that way you can at least have it done and then make a decision if you want to continue playing or get your electronics. So that's a huge one. I hope that list has helped you kind of decipher how to make the chores in your house for your kids a little better, how to give them a motivator to do their chores on their own and really start a good conversation with your kids. I would say start with that. Look at your chore list, start a good conversation, involve them in, you know, making it better and helping you out. And instead of saying like, do it because mom said so, like give them a bigger reason on how it would benefit them, bring value to them. Like these are important things to consider because just like you, you probably 
are motivated by very similar things. All right, my friends, go out and conquer your day, especially your chores with your kids. And I know you can do it today. So definitely go and be amazing. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Kavai.